What's the name of the cafe in Coffee Talk? Do you remember? Coffee Talk. Is it really? That's the cafe's name? Yes. Ah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> the sign on the outside of the building says Coffee Talk. Damn it. Okay. Well, there's your square. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to episode 83 of Rhythm Encounter, the RPG Fan Music Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Salbato, and I can't get over the fact that we're at 83 episodes. You know, we're actually going to hit 100 by the end of the year at this rate, which is a topic for another day, but I'm still excited about that. Um, So today, as you probably know, we are talking about cafe music. Um, Joining me on this cafe journey today is three co-hosts here. We have Hilary Andruff. Hi. Yeah, Audra Bowling again. Hello, hello. I mean that in a good way, of course. It's always happy. I'm always happy to have you here. And it's always happy with Audra. It's always happy. There you go. Um, And then lastly, uh, joining us for the first or second time, depending on if you count the karaoke episode, (laughs) is Mario Garcia. Hey, what up? Are you excited for your first regular episode of Rhythm Encounter? I am, yeah. I'm excited to not have my throat and voice die out this time hopefully um but yeah no i'm really excited to be here (laughs) well this will be like taxing i'm sure in in some ways at least (laughs) yeah i don't think i mean no one is disallowed from singing but no one's required to sing this one should be a more relaxed tone i think (laughs) more of a relaxed vibe i would really hope so given the topic yeah (laughs) although it could be energized with caffeine yep that's true it depends on what we all have so me, I've had my my two coffees for the day, which is really as much as I want to do today. So I am good for now. Um, I think Hillary, you said you also had two today. Yep, same. <laughs> What's everyone's uh, caffeine levels over there? Uh, about two cups of coffee today. Okay. And now tea. And now tea. Good. Yeah, I'm actually not a coffee drinker, but um, I am a Oreo, um, like the Oreo equivalent of basically having like a coffee every day. <laughs> So that's kind uh-huh. of what I'm into right now. I've got some Oreos right here and a glass of milk. It serves the same function. Yeah. No, definitely, yeah. I think maybe just like the chocolate is kind of my like caffeinated beverage <laughs> equivalent. <laughs> Fulfills that niche. Chocolate has some amount of caffeine and sugar. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's... So I just get it from Oreos instead. <laughs> now, I, I have an important question as someone who has a bad habit of buying every possible... Uh, limited edition Oreo that when he can find. What kind of Oreos do you have? All right, right now, I currently have... I'm eating some Engel, single stuff right now. Okay. I think... So, okay, to settle the single stuff and double stuff debate, I really feel like it depends on, like, the mood, really, because I feel like both... Like, they both have their strengths at different times, I think. And right now, I'm, like, in a single-stuff mood. I'm with you, actually. Um, I've I, I've had this conversation with people, too, and I know some people that do not like double-stuffed. And I'm okay with it, but I definitely draw the line at the mega-stuff. Oh, yeah. Mega-stuff's just, like, I can't have more than, like, two. <laughs> it's outside the acceptable limits Yeah. to have a good ratio for a cookie, I feel. <laughs> outside the limits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I think double-stuff is really good when I'm, like, craving it, but... Yeah. I think I can't have more than like, I don't know, I can't have more than a couple before getting like sugar overloaded. Uh-huh. 
Um, unless you're not into it, um, right now my thing is the the toffee Oreos. So if you can find those and are into toffee, I recommend them. Ooh, I don't think I've had those. But for the purposes of this episode, let's say they're mocha. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, there is there is the the Java chip ones. Yes. Those. Yes. Why are we talking about okay. Oreos? Yeah, I get excited about Oreos. I get excited. Okay. Oreos can go, still go well with coffee. They can. Yeah. Oreos and coffee. Mm-hmm. And a cafe can be a place for a treat. Exactly. Yeah. I had chocolate banana bread today, so, you know, there's that. That's essentially how I treat cafes. It's like pastries and, like, treat places because, like, my friends are super into it. So I'm at cafes a lot. But, like, yeah, I just I just go for pastries and that kind of thing. It's fine. I mean, you know, they got stuff for everyone. Um, so today, um, of course, we are talking about <laughs> cafes and cafe music. And if anyone is listening and looking ahead, you notice we, we have some somewhat loose interpretations on some of these we have cafes and bars and bar cafes but i think we have an exciting mix today so leading us off today will be hillary with a game that uh i almost brought on if you hadn't i definitely would have it's probably one of the main inspirations behind us wanting to do this episode in the first place Mm -hmm. so what are we starting with here so uh the first cafe we're going to is coffee talk and we're going to be listening to moon bright from the coffee talk original soundtrack um after that i am bringing on my first song which is the last stand from the end walker final fantasy 14 soundtrack i know it's an incredibly dramatic name and it is a cafe song so let's go take a listen to moon bright and the last stand
So, uh, Moonbright is early on in the Coffee Talk soundtrack, and basically it is a sample of very small sections of uh, Debussy's Claire de Lune, uh, which is a really beautiful classical song. So that's reason number one I had to bring it on. It's only a few bars of it, which is really fascinating to see how with such few notes you can keep the song going for as long as it does mm -hmm. um so i struggled a little bit uh, deciding to bring this on versus other songs in the soundtrack because it is kind of such such a focused sample such a small part of the song i mean there's like that i think eight bar section and then when the music changes away from that it's another small section maybe another eight bars close to that hmm. um but i just ultimately i couldn't resist because it is such a beautiful song and it's impressive how cohesive it is with the rest of the soundtrack. That's something that I think a lot of lo-fi channels and a lot of other like classical music inserts in um, game music, they don't integrate it into the soundscape of the whole game quite as well. So I wanted to spotlight that. Um, I also wanted to include it because it's kind of like a, it's like, a beautiful, wistful, kind of melancholy song, the original, so I thought it would be a fitting tribute to Fami, the wonderful developer of Coffee Talk, who we lost at too young an age recently, so. Yeah, that was really sad. Yeah. Oh, we wanted to, I don't think we could have done this episode without a song from Coffee Talk and without like a little tribute, so there it is. Yeah, I just randomly thought to look this up. I guess maybe it's a given. I thought that is what the, the song translated to, but I wasn't sure. Close, yeah. So Claude de Lune is like light of the moon. So you could, so moon bright is kind of like a nice play on that. So in case you were, you were curious at all, it's like, hmm, was that just a coincidence? No, it's a nice touch. It's a related title and a nice touch. Yeah, because it's like, uh, I'm trying to think of the right adjective. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> okay. It happens. Yeah, so I... Um, I have very strong feelings about Coffee Talk in general, since I've brought a couple songs on whenever I can like work it into an episode. Um, so I only have a few things to say here besides what I always say about how much I love it and how great it is as background working music. But uh, one thing I, I really like for some reason about like lo-fi music and some of Coffee Talk songs is that background, like kind of like a static or like a record scratching sound. Um, I think in this one, it kind of helps ground the song and that's not a coffee pun it's just it, it kind of makes gives this like sense of like a space that's like lived in um and i don't know if that's just me but i don't like for me i don't know if you have to have, have played the game even though i recommend that you do um to get a sense of like the atmosphere of the cafe and um you know this and many other songs on there really capture that feeling of this cafe about this being this like cozy safe space um and then on this particular song, there's like there's some higher notes that convey this sense of of joy. I think there's like a happy it's vibe. It's the light. To it. it is. It's the light. Um, but yeah, it just it's a it's a comforting song. It's it's funny too because the game, even though it is a, a coffee shop, all your patrons come in and they talk to you, and a lot of times they get advice. So your character is a, is serving them coffee, but almost serving that like traditional like bartender like. Hey, you know, tell me about your day kind of thing. So I think that kind of music really fits what they're doing with the game here. Also, uh, it's a cute sample and title and song for a cafe that is open only at night, right? Right. Oh, that's a neat touch. Mm -hmm. And part of that is like 
Hmm. Well, I kind of, I think that factors into the story a little bit, but like uh, the futuristic Seattle area where Coffee Talk is set has all sorts of kind of fantasy people. So your patrons, you get a wide variety of people. Yeah. And vampires. Yeah, the vampire would not be able to come in very easily during the day. So I really like the song. I haven't played the game yet. I just bought it to try it out. Oh, good. Definitely. It's a lovely song. Mm-hmm. I will. I, I think you'll like it. And let us know if you find the same, like this fits really well with the rest of the soundtrack, even though it's kind of has samples of famous music in it. Mm-hmm. Definitely looking forward to trying it out and listening to the songs. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I was going to add also as someone who hasn't played the game, um, going back to what Mike said, like I think the song does a really good job of that sense of space and like knowing the like cafe. I don't know. I just I feel like the vibes are really strong in this one and like getting that like relaxed, cozy, almost like mm-hmm. therapeutic cafe vibes is something you can get from this song, even not having played it, played the game. Cool. I was right then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's so easy for me to say it's like oh yes, this is. I'm sure this is how everyone you know views this song, but it's it's hard to say for sh- objectively because I have played it. So I'm glad that does come through. Yeah, no, I can vouch. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Good. And it's it's nice to hear that you all enjoyed it, even though it's such like a short sample. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I am sorry, but I wrote too many notes on the last stand. And that's the name of our next cafe. Woo. Yes. Too many hey, notes on the last stand. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> this is also a, the last stand is the name of the song and the cafe. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it doesn't help that I'm, I may be reviewing the soundtrack right now. So uh, I have lots of thoughts in my head about it Walker's music. So I want to I want to give a slight bit of background. I know we're not really here to talk about the game as much, but I also realized that the last stand seems like a very strange name for a cafe. Um but I wanted to explain why it's named that because I think it's pretty interesting. Um, so it's it's not really that it's dramatic, it's more that it's kind of tongue in cheek. Um, and I'm not gonna give any major spoilers away here, so don't worry about it. But in, in Endwalker, we finally get to visit the city of Old Charlian, which is something that's ta- been talked about for years and we never got to go until this expansion. And, you know, the idea is it's a city, it's like this repository of knowledge, and there's just scholars and academics and all these you know, brilliant people there that just do nothing and live to study, basically. And, you know, because... The, yes? Sorry, I just got a thought in my head. It's Eorzean Boston. <laughs> <laughs> just because of the number of, like universities and I could could see that except people in Boston like to eat (laughs) okay Uh, that's true people in Charlie and don't because they're all so smart and don't have any time for food which is not something I can relate to at all but the idea is that like all these people are they're too busy studying and learning and all that to actually eat properly so their thing is they come up with this disgusting loaf of something that's kind of bread um, because it gives them all the nutrients they need and they don't have to cook. They don't have to go out of their way and it's just there. And it's, you know, it's basically efficient. They eat because they have to, to survive, but no one has time to eat anything good except the small group of people that decided that, um, people sh- should still have good food. So the last stand is the one restaurant in the city, um, that actually serves something besides this horrible loaf. The fact that it even exists, I think just amuses me so much and then you know there's a there's a line of crafting quests in the game too where you work with one of the girls who is trying to like change like people's perception of food too it's like you know 
the the nutrients are important, but you go to figure out that like a lot of the people that even though they are eating it don't like it and it's so hard for them to even finish the whole thing because it's so vile so you do work with her to like make this thing actually like edible but still like serving its purpose so i don't know i just i think it's a fun little quest line so all of that to say that's why the song is called that uh for the music itself um i just i think it has just such a nice comforting feel to it um it has these nice like bouncy strings and it's upbeat um it's it just has a sense of like being really welcoming you know it's like it promises you that like a good time will be had by all whether you're having steamed clams or any other eorzean shellfish so you know if if you know like anything at all about endwalker even if actually even if you don't it's called endwalker so you can imagine the stakes of the story are like pretty high um, so I think it was really important for them to have some moments of reprieve like this one, like to have a place like The Last Stand. And and there's even another another cafe adjacent song that I almost brought on called Each Drop. And um, I think in the middle of all the all the stuff going on, it was a really a great idea that they had these moments where you could like stop and take a breath and that, you know, yes, there's bad stuff happening, but, you know, Sokin gave us this song. It gives us this feeling of peace and that it's okay, like just for a bit, just for a little bit, like we can put all that aside and have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea with your friends or, you know, fellow players or if, if nothing else, um, Heidelin's best like twin character. Look, I was really excited for my little <laughs> coffee date with Ali's I okay? I don't blame you. Yes. I think I put in my notes that thank you, Sokin. This is this is the blissful break the scions deserve. Or something like that. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, and it really it had a nice daytime cafe feel. So I kind of really like that we put it with Moonbright because you got this drummy guitar. The guitar is going at kind of like a languid tempo, so you can just kind of like take your time with your coffee and edible food and enjoy it. Yeah, there's a relaxing sense to it. It's calming. I think Moonbright's a little more introspective and reflective. I think this one's a little more carefree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that description. Yeah, I think the song selections balance each other out with in this grouping. Yeah. So for those of us who play 14, what kind of, what food item would you order at the last stand? Does it be 14 food? No, it doesn't. Oh. I, just, I just know 14 has a lot of food. It does. Probably that burger. That's true. Yes. Yeah, that they eat. Does 14 have an Oreo equivalent? <laughs> <laughs> there are coffee biscuits. There are coffee biscuits. Okay. That's, right, I, I can dig with that. That's sort of close, yeah. Um... Yeah, that bur- there's there's a couple cutscenes in Endwalker where there's all the scions are sitting down to eat, and people really honed in on the burger. Like like it's a very nice like you know 3D burger model. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> delicious. I just really want to go there and order an Ishgardian muffin. Okay. <laughs> Why wouldn't you go to Ishgard for that? Because I want to be that annoying customer. Okay. No, I don't really. Do you have Ishgardian imports? <laughs> Because I'm a Lollafell from the Dunes, but I want an Guardian muffin from Charlien. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <sighs> okay, are we ready to move on to our next song then? Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So our next block is our our cafe slash bar block. So we're we're starting off with uh, Audrey here. What's our first song? Get your ID cards ready. <laughs> you must be this this many years to drink. The first song is Bar Dandelion from 
Eve Nine Monster Knox a soundtrack. Wow, Falco music that isn't electric guitar. This is gonna be interesting. Oh God, <laughs> what a concept! Get, someone's gonna get mad at me for that one. Um, Multiple people are probably gonna get mad at you for that one. Yeah, <laughs> I know there's variety. It just it's not usually what people bring on to the show with Falcon music, so it's a nice surprise. I mean, you think Falcom, you generally think like battles or like yeah. fast-paced yeah. environments. Yeah. So this is a nice change for it sure. It is. Although I'm not sure how that's going to work. Get your IDs ready. Like it, it's a JRPG. Like no one's older, <laughs> older than ni- 19. They can't be in there. They did actually have kids working at the bar. So. Oh, oh dear. Well, all right, oh, sure. Different times. Though. Actual kids, yes. or are they like ancient beings in the body of a child? Um, kids. Oh well. Okay. But I try to. I try to give al- them credit. Away from the alcohol. Okay. So they're just serving the milk and the Oreos. Yeah. Okay. Nice. All right. So um. After Bar Dandelion, I brought on a song from the other game that I was sure to bring on with Coffee Talk, which is You've Got Me from Valhalla, another visual novel about serving drinks. So let's go take a listen to those.
Well, I picked Bar Dandelion because it's actually a very interesting track that plays the dandelion as the like their headquarters of the monstrum an Adol in the game, so it's more of a relaxing place where they go between missions and dungeon trapezing. So, and I think the music really fits that. It has a very kind of, it's more like a restaurant than a bar, really. I guess a tavern would be more accurate. And it just kind of has that homey feel to it, and I just really thought it was a nice, relaxing song for this episode, so I went with it. Definitely, yeah. And I mean, I could easily picture it on, you know, where people are meeting at the end of their day or between Mm -hmm. events. Um, I think I find it interesting that even though Dundalain is kind of more of a bar, like the instrumentation is kind of similar to a lot of the like jazzier cafe music that is out there for games that have cafes in them. They have kind of, um, it's like a bar slash restaurant slash shopping area mm-hmm. so it was kind of a catch-all but the music really aligns with that sort of like almost smooth jazzy mm-hmm. cafe feel and i really like the i think my favorite part is the almost pizzicato like plunking string sounding section where everything stops and you just get a few strong beats of like do 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 is that the little thing that's about 50 seconds in that i also commented on yes okay yeah I like that little part. I actually think it's I actually think it's too short of a song, actually. I en- I enjoy it. Yeah, I kind of wish it was longer. It feels like it ends very abruptly. I think so too, because like not just that one mark at fifty seconds, but I think towards the end of the song it starts doing something too. And like I would like to like hear like an extended version, like ha- have them expand on it a little more because I think a lot of the song trying to find the right word for it. it it's very chill and I wanna say basic, but it's not really a bad thing with this kind of music. But it's just sometimes they veer off into something else like those couple moments and like i would like to hear like more of that and see where they could take the song because mm-hmm. i do enjoy it i just i feel like it's just part of a song it could be more yeah it's it's interesting so it's very cozy and homey i wrote in my notes about how it kind of has a kind of a sustained sort of feeling throughout it sort of almost feels like that's the suspension of time that ha- can happen when you're at a cafe a cafe it's just very kind of solid and but those little moments really do kind of like hint at the idea that there could be some cool variations on it or there's a lot that you could do with it mm-hmm. when they're having like their team meetings or something or yeah, yeah there's well like different times of day or night like i don't know there's a lot you could do with it for sure um what came to mind for me for this song was um i guess because i'm currently playing through east eight so i think this is why like rpg hubs and like chill songs in the midst of like a really like intense guitars and like usual the usual music that's playing a lot of the action RPG components of East games. Um, I think yeah, that's just what really drew me to this song is more of the chill kind of environment to contrast from like the usual mm-hmm. more energetic and up, I don't know if upbeat's the right word, but um, more yeah. energetic songs that are usually playing in during these games. So yeah, it gives like a break. Yeah, that. exactly. Yeah, that's really interesting because I think that provides like even a little additional kind of context for the song if you know that usually what's going on around the party is guitars and just really driving all the time action-oriented music yeah no exactly yeah i think it adds that contrast and also just i don't know yeah i just love this sort of like relaxed like i don't know it just yeah it's like the time to like kind of regroup with the team and the party and everything and yeah it's nice check out your headquarters yeah exactly yeah 
go shopping. I got a weirdly literal vision, Hillary, when you said like the party is like surrounded by guitars. So I'm picturing <laughs> the band just like following them out into the field playing guitar. Yeah. <laughs> you need your soundtrack. Yeah. Isn't that how like I don't know if this is just in movies or whatever, but like medieval armies or whatever would have like the equivalent of like hype men or whatever, like some sort of like band to like go along with it. Is that a thing or is that just? I don't know. If you want to ask about like historical stuff, like I'm not the right person, but Hillary might know more than me. <laughs> I might know more than Yeah, you're putting me on the spot. Oh, well, I don't know. I'm a trumpet person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. So the trumpet, sure. So traditionally, yeah. like. I mean, there are definitely kind of inspirational musicians that like go around with armies, fighting parties. Yeah. Stuff like there you that. Go. Yeah, that's what I had in mind. Yeah. I think we need more of that in RPGs is the point. Shall we talk about Valhalla? Once again, there's a lot of like contrast. These two songs kind of balance each other out. Yes. Um, so Valhalla, what don't I love about the soundtrack um, or soundtracks since there's actually three albums for this game now, but it's, it's just completely full of chill beats and you know some are more chill and some are more beats um and uh in this particular song i really like the first 30 seconds of it because it really slowly eases you into what the song is going to be before it really gets going and um kind of like we talked about with dandelion like the melody here isn't really complicated um but I see that as a good thing. Like that's really something I look for when I want cafe music or if I need background music, like something I'm gonna like, I need like some focus music. So a simpler song really does work for that. Um, but the bass line that carries the song through and the synthy sounds are just, it's simple, but it's still like fun and like motivating. Uh, to me as like background music. And um, so of course the the synth really works for a game like this. If you don't know Valhalla, it's a pixel art, retro cyberpunk atmosphere going on. Why I haven't actually played more than the the prologue demo, I don't know because I really like what they're doing with it or what they did with it. Um, and then the Garode's music uh, for the game, like that really, really like quickly joined like Andrew Jeremy's Coffee Talk music on several of my playlists. Um, you know, beyond the, the three albums for Valhalla itself, I've even picked up some of his other items on Bandcamp. Like he has a few other albums that have a similar vibe to it. Not that he's a one-note musician, but I, I do like that he does play to his strengths and have some other stuff in this style too. So I'm going to actually include a link to his Bandcamp in the show notes because if you enjoy this, I think you'll really like any of the songs on this soundtrack or anything else that he's composed to. I really like the feel of the song. It's just a nice, relaxing feel to it. You can see it working in a cyberpunk bar setting quite what nicely, actually. Yeah, I feel like this song would go great with like a gaming cafe. Ah, mm. or a barcade. Yeah. <laughs> or a barcade, yeah. <laughs> barcade. <laughs> I actually kind of have a contrasting opinion to yours. Uh oh. When you were saying, you know, like the song kind of eases you into what it is, I kind of felt like I knew what it was right away. Like I feel like it hooked me immediately just because. I don't know, the titles you've got me. And just like the way that simple beginning, because you're right, I think it is like a simple kind of easy beginning, but the way those simple, like what, three note groups, I think? I think maybe it's just a few groups of a few notes, but you have a really strong chord at the beginning of those. It's kind of like dun dun dun. And it really just kind of pulls you in. It's like, yep, you've got me. I'm there. Okay, okay. That's a good point too. Um, so I I don't know, I appreciated, I appreciated that little touch. Um, and I, I really like how 
there's that section, but then in the middle, it's kind of contrasted with like a melody that kind of interweaves with some of the underlying harmony in the middle. So it's just kind of like a constant flow of sound in the middle section. And it's still punctuated by some of those chords. So I don't know. And of course, the this, this synthy instrumentation with the piano and the beats, as, as you so aptly put it, I think really kind of, I was definitely picturing like futuristic cafe mm-hmm. or bar for sure. Now, I only take issue with one thing of everything you said from your notes. What? And that is that you spelled the title of the game wrong. Uh, I know. I was writing quickly. You're being literal, like Valhalla in myth. Oh, I know. Okay? But it's very important that Valhalla is spelled V-A-11-H-A-L-L-A. I'm impressed that you just wrote that off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you know... Do you know how many times I've typed that out? And I know how many RPG times fans? I know how many times you've seen it in your like album art. <laughs> yes, I see it in my album art. I've like <laughs> done media. Um, I've like proofread news stories or whatever. It's like, oh no, actually the the hyphen is here. So no, I'm very I'm very used to the weird way they spell this game now. Nope, I was trying to write it quickly, and I was like, nope, not doing it. I refuse. <laughs> Now, I don't remember where the hyphens and breaks and capitalization is in the sequel because it's not out yet. Mm. But there are there is some weird things going on in, in Nirvana as well. And there's cameos in Anu. Oh, interesting. Wait, really? Yeah, there's two um, cameos, uh, two characters from Valhalla show up in Anu. Ah, oh, jeez. Your comments and your reviews on that game like really sold me on wanting to play it anyway, but that's even more <laughs> exciting. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it, it was a surprise for a lot of people when they showed up. Yeah, awesome. All right. Are you ready to talk about your next song, Audra? Oh, yes. My next song is Cafe Latte, The Color of Autumn Leaves from the Otomi Cafe Enchante OST. And then finally, finally, we get a song from Mario. What, what's after this? Yeah, um, after that, we have um, Chagall Cafe from... Persona 4 Golden. And yeah, Persona had to make its way in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure if it was going to be three, four, or five, but I'm, I knew someone had to pick something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there are so many options from Persona that could have made this episode. Let's go. Well, check please, it. not the Juness song again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love the Juness song. <laughs> But it's not a cafe song. But it's not a cafe. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. It's but Jess has a cafe area. What what topic could we do to work that song in? What what kind of episode would we have to have for that? Convenience store jingles and RPGs. <laughs> jingles. How many jingles are there in RPGs? I bet there are more than you think. Yeah, maybe. Or you could do like stores. Okay. In Persona Three, there's the TV channel. Oh God, Tanaka. Yeah, his, Tanaka's um with his like, or wares or something. Yeah, with his weird little. Jingle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Juness is not the first persona jingle. Okay. <gasps> I think there might actually be something in this for a future topic. I was joking, but now that, <laughs> now that we're talking about it, maybe that'll happen one day. Um, but until then, uh, let's go listen to Cafe Latte, The Color of Autumn Leaves. It sounds so delicious. And Chagall mm-hmm. Cafe.
just, I love the title of the song, and I think it really fits for the idea of a cafe serving drinks and just a generally chill and relaxed time. The piano music is very soothing in a way, and yet kind of energized too, like you're getting, you're refreshing yourself, and it's just a fun song and it actually brings, the title actually brings to mind exactly what I picture when I listen to it, just someone sipping a cafe latte. It has strong cafe vibes for sure. Yes. Strong like jazzy piano cafe vibes or Peanuts cartoon music. (laughs) I mean that in a good way. Um, Yeah, but you know, it's, it's also kind of relaxed and subdued. It doesn't have a lot of the syncopation that some like jazzy cafe piano music has it's very smooth yeah it's usually playing when just the characters are talking about just relaxing kind of reflective moments and stuff yeah okay so it's a little more reflective you know i really latched onto the fall part in this song that's kind of a lot of what i was visualizing with it i kind of saw like a slow drift of leaves toward the ground and like the little yeah, piano the passing runs. of time mm-hmm and like the little piano runs sounding kind of like wind yeah. in the trees a little bit. I'm so glad that I was in a cafe this afternoon, actually having a cafe latte for that matter, um, while writing notes on this song. Because I feel like I was in the right place <laughs> to be listening to it. And it was really just the perfect setting for a song like this. Um, and wasn't actually super different from the music that was actually playing in there. Although I'm not sure what exactly was going on. But yeah. it had a similar vibe to it if I took my headphones out. You could do a direct comparison. Yeah, but I should I did I should have like shazammed it to see, so I can't really compare. I'm like, I don't know, whatever was going on, it was it was kind of similar. I'm pretty sure it wasn't this game though. Although wouldn't that be amazing if it was? Um, but yeah, like just sitting there with my, you know, oat milk latte. Uh, with caramel, if you're curious, uh, listening listening to the song, like all basically all, all I was missing from like that cafe vibe was good conversation because I was just there by myself. But uh, yeah, I could uh, I could definitely put this song on loop for a while. It's just really perfect for a cafe mm-hmm. setting. I feel like yeah. caramel is an appropriate flavor for this song title. Yes, I just I kind of knew when this episode came on that I was going to pick a cafe enchante song because it's just too perfect of a soundtrack with the relaxing themes which makes sense since it's about a cafe yeah exactly i mean you got to expect the visual novels set in cafes on this episode <laughs> it's important yep all right how are we feeling about persona here yeah i'm ready Woo-hoo. i kind of like how we're getting our chain coffee experience with this one on our little coffee tour because <laughs> chagall shows up in multiple games and it is actually supposed to be a chain in the games, and I think Persona 4 is a separate location from Persona 3. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and actually, yeah, that's a good that's a good point. We're getting our chains the next two. But yeah, no, yeah, I actually didn't realize that Chagall was in Persona 3. Like, it was like the same like chain or whatever until like I was doing research for this. But um, yeah, no, yeah, it's a chain. And yeah, Persona definitely earns a spot in this episode, <laughs> I think. Um, but yeah. This song, I think what really drew me to this song in particular is um, it's definitely a lot more of like having like that ambient noise and sound, I think, with like the plates and utensils moving and everything like that. Um, I think that was just, it really kind of gives you that sense of space and like, it's a really basic song, but it still has that like gentle rhythm to it. And and it definitely feels really, really classy. (laughs) Um, And yeah, it's just a really great song. It's a vibe. And 
yeah, I thought it fit really well with today's episode. Yeah, I love the ambient noises you hear in the background of it. I think that really fits for a cafe. I also like the whole, just even like the context of like going to like the city and like going to a cafe and that sort of like aspect mm-hmm. of it as well. Like, I don't know. I think the music also just really plays into that sort of vibe too. Yeah, that's true. Um, in, in Golden, you actually have to, you un it's a little further away, right? And you have to like unlock it by going on a long scooter ride, I think I saw. Yeah, yeah, you have to, um, cause yeah, you get the scooter, like, I forgot how long into the game, but yeah, you have to take like a scooter to like ride out to the city and everything like that. Nice. Um, so yeah, it's it's a cool, um, cool vibe, I think. This one goes out to anyone who's ever driven a long distance to go to a specific coffee spot. Yeah. <laughs> mm, Define <laughs> long. <laughs> Because for the last like six months, uh, we've been driving, you know, 17 minutes to get to one. So that's not too far. Not not too far. Oh, one thing that I really like about this song is it's the atmosphere that it sets is really interesting because it's got it's a group of kind of some slight variations on some piano runs that kind of run together and change up a little bit. Um, but they construct a really nice solid cafe atmosphere that I think kind of works day or night. And that's perfect for the games because, um, at least in Persona 3, you can go to Cafe Chagall um, during the day or night and spend, you know, whichever time slot it is there. And the sort of classiness that you spoke about is there too, because even though Cafe Chagall has like really cushy chairs and I think a little like checkered tablecloth thing going on, it's got yeah. a cozy side, but um, in all the descriptions in the game, you know, it says, oh, they take their coffee very seriously and <laughs> it raises your charm. Yeah, <laughs> you think it's so serious. I think in Persona 4, it like gets you a skill card or something. It's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, what's in their coffee that they're able to do that? But um, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I definitely agree. I think the song's such a great re- representation of that. Like, I get that sense from the music. It goes with it well. I'm not sure exactly, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I wish drinking coffee raised my charm. That would be awesome. <laughs> it's, well, my notes originally said it, this is a weird thing to focus on except Audra already said it. Um, but I was also going to comment on the ambient and like background noises. Because I think when you focus on just the piano part of the song, it's fairly minimal. Um, which, of course, as I've said a few times by now, like I, I enjoy that. Um, but I think the piano and the, the overall vibe of the song captures some of that same feeling I like about coffee talk that warm like relaxing and welcoming vibe to it um but i also think the addition of those ambient sounds like give it some like basically some life like even if you're listening to it outside of the game like we are here like having that there really gives you i think you can really easily picture like you know people in like a booth over there like stirring some milk into their coffee or their tea or you know sharing a slice of pie go for some pie now actually um or add another pastry or something like that like it it really makes it feel like a, like you're there you know right or I think it's a good addition because i i didn't expect that that would be in the song itself even if that's in the game so i think that's a nice touch yeah i think the addition of it's just it's really clever in a way yeah Definitely. And it's interesting because it kind of creates a little bit of a sense of movement, like some of those plates and glasses clinking and stuff are people coming and going. Exactly. But at the same time, it it also kind of like helps ground the song. You know, you know that this is a cafe and those sounds are sustained in that space. Right. No, that was a that was a really great choice. Thanks for bringing that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that concept of um, I forgot what the word is. It's like realizing that like everyone's life is like as complex as yours or whatever. Like even just like random people, 
I forgot what the word for that is, but it's like that. <laughs> Basically, like things are going around and like things are happening at this cafe. Um, and yeah, I think it's just a really strong sense of place, I think. Oh, I'm going to look that up now. I didn't realize that I liked the sentiment. Like Sandra, I think's the word, something like that. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know there was a word for it. Yeah. There's also a Spanish word that the song kind of conjures up for me. Yeah. Um, it's called sobremesa, which literally translates to like around the table. And it's the idea of like taking time around a meal okay. to like yeah. sit and discuss. Okay, I like that. All right. Now, since you're the one bringing, you know, Spanish terms into this, I want to see how you segue that term into this, this next song here. Hmm. I'm not sure I can segue with exactly, exactly <laughs> that term. However, wait for it. Okay. It kind of goes along with like... Part of Starbucks's mission, which Ooh, is okay. to create like a third place, a place where you to convene, kind of to have that same feel as Sore Mesa. Um, and our next track is kind of a cheeky take, maybe on Starbucks. So, <laughs> all right, here we go. That's right. a good connection right there. That you was, that was you did it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. really great. All right, so <laughs> our last block is we're going to start off with Mario again. What's your other song tonight? So my next track, we're going to talk about. A funky little guy, uh, Professor Egad from Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga's OST. Yeah, I, I want to say right now, I I feel like I'm very proud of Hillary's segue, but I'm also very proud of myself that not once, not once, Mario, since you've started, have I ever made any kind of reference or joke about Mario the video game character because I know, I'm sure, <laughs> you've had enough of that in your life. Thank you, no, I've heard, yeah, I... I get that pretty often, yeah. I'm sure you <laughs> um, do. As someone who just like, yeah, I play a lot of video games and everything, and like Mario games are like so. Um, they're just what I was really into younger as well. So it's just yeah, that's that's definitely something I get a lot. <laughs> I'm I'm sure it is. I I mean I'll admit that when you applied that we were like, hey, cool, like Mario is applying, <laughs> um, and but you know we liked you for other reasons, not just for your name. So I'm glad that you're here. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate that. But yeah, but no, I embrace it though. I really like the Mario. Yeah, I always say like I'm a Mario, but I identify more with Luigi in terms of <laughs> personality and everything. But I'm no, I embrace it. Like I, yeah, it comes with the name. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. That's good because I like I know that could. If you didn't, that could probably be like really grating. So, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, no, I'm I'm cool with it. It's all good. <laughs> all right. I think it's interesting seeing what people come up with it. Like usually, it's just like, oh, like where's Luigi? Like that's kind of like an easy joke to make, I think. But it's interesting when people kind of, um, yeah, like I, I give people props that they make it more creative than that. <laughs> well, then, but you identify more with Luigi, so you'd be like, well, I'm right here. I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I'm, I'm delaying your introduction here. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. I'm the one that started on that tangent. All right. So Mario has Professor Egad and then Hillary, you have our last track here with something very strange and I'm happy about it. Yes. Okay. So um, this is probably the block that I'm most excited about yes. today because um, Professor Egad shows up in Luigi's mansion it was a little bit spooky. So this song does have like a slightly spooky vibe. Um, and the song that I'm bringing on, which is Dragon, that plays in the Fringe Cafe in the old adventure game, The Longest Journey, also has a slightly spooky industrial kind of vibe. So I was kind of joking that this was like our alternative goth coffee shop block. Yeah, I mean it's perfect. So <laughs> let's let's go get uh, let's go get goth. Let's get dark, dank. What are we doing here? <laughs> let's do dank. It. I don't know. Dragon kind <laughs> of danky cafe. Yeah. I don't know, a dive bar kind of thing. Anyway, all right, I'm not funny. Let's go listen what? to Professor Egad and Dragon. 
All right, so Professor Egad is a weird little guy. <laughs> um, so he runs the Star Beans Cafe in Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. And yeah, I just think that his, well, first of all, it's really random and weird that <laughs> he's doing this. <laughs> I feel like um, just based on where the game takes place, it's like the Bean Bean Kingdom or whatever. So it's like the equivalent of like Egad just running a cafe in a different like country or whatever. <laughs> right. But like, for sure, he could, yeah, he just, um, he pulls it off. But yeah, I think the song itself though, um, it just really, I think it translated well from Luigi's Mansion. Honestly, I feel like it's got that sort of like funky, um, almost like hip hoppy kind of vibe to it. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, I just think it goes really well for a cafe setting. Um, I think um, one thing I was deciding between when I brought this song was also looking at, because um, Superstar Saga's had like a remake. So I listened to that version as well. And um, I don't know, I ultimately decided on this one because I feel like this one's got more of that like funky vibe to it. While the remakes goes more for like, it, I think it uses it, the version from Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, which is more of like going for the, more like of a scary, spooky kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like this one fit more into a cafe setting, I think. Um, which, I mean, I think the other one makes sense because, I mean, this is what he gets from. is like Luigi's Mansion and all of that. But I don't know. I like this kind of um, mix of it in particular. Yeah, it sounds like what they did. I didn't... I read about the Dark Moon version, but I didn't, like, listen to the two for comparison. But, like, I guess that would work because of the game he's from and, mm -hmm. like... If that's the vibe they were going for, but it, the way you describe it, it sounds like the original version was more. They did more to adapt it to this setting, to the Mario and this Luigi game, setting. yeah, yeah, and this game, yeah. I think it goes with Superstar Saga's like sound font and sound as well. Right, it's less of a like, hey, here's an audio cameo. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's a vibe. I really like it. Um, I think, I mean, Luigi's Mansion soundtrack's also a vibe, but that, that goes off topic. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think it's also, like, crazy that, like, I didn't know this as a kid or whatever when I originally played this, but, like, apparently, like, originally they're supposed to have a bunch of different, like, Nintendo characters show up and not just Egad at that cafe. Yeah, um, I didn't know that until last week. Yeah, I didn't know that, yeah. And it's, like, in the game, too. Like, I saw the sprites for them and everything, but, Aww. um... At least according to the internet, but <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, so maybe take it with a grain of salt, but um, yeah, Wario, like Fox, Samus, Link. <laughs> There's a lot of different characters that are supposed to show up instead of like Egad, like each time you got a new item or whatever. Would have been like Smash, but with coffee and not fighting. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it yeah. could have been coffee, coffee Smash Brothers. Okay. Well, there go most of my notes. Um, not that that would really had anything to do with the music, so I probably should have focused more on the music. I was really entertained by that. I had no idea about the... the... It has a very fun and funky vibe. It does. Mm -hmm. But uh, at the same time, I'm kind of a pro at talking about music, um, or at least music-adjacent things on our music show. <laughs> so, but, like, on one hand, like, I would have loved to, like, have a scene where Mario and Luigi are getting coffee with Samus, because that kind of, kind of blows my mind. Right? Yeah, it would have been so cool. But I wonder, too, like, if, if they had done that, this song probably wouldn't be in here. Like, they probably would have had, like, a, just an original a song for a cafe. theme. Yeah. Yeah. Which would have still been good, because it's Yoko Shimomura, but we would have been denied... It would have been harder to center it around Egad. Right. It it might not be as like cohesive of a you know theme. So I think it worked out again. Yeah, I enjoyed this a lot. I'm always kind of like interested and amused listening to some very classic 
like video game music, including some stuff from Mario, because occasionally I'll catch slight classical music shout outs and Igad's theme I think is definitely one of those um like those first notes at the very beginning that do 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 kind of reminded me a little bit of the beginning of Beethoven's Fifth Symphony that do 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 oh okay yeah just kind of like a groovier instead of that it's like do 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 which I thought was like that's a very dramatic piece of music and like perfect for a to kind of reference for a character like Igad who's supposed to be like slightly spooky but like he's running a coffee shop Yeah, and then there's another little part near the end of the first section that sounded like the end of a section of Mozart Symphony 40, I think. Multiple references then. Yeah, it's like kind of little like, not even like direct, but like I think maybe little hints of like some famous dramatic classical music to kind of give Egad some extra character. Good ear. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I always do that under them. I'm like, oh, this reminds me of this other song. That's okay. At least you're still talking yeah. about music. I'm just like, <laughs> let's talk about the game. Anyway, let's talk Sa- about EGAD. Anyway, <laughs> Samus. Yeah. Let's get more Samus on RPG fan. Okay, one more thing I do want to say about EGAD, though, is shout out to, like, the voice acting or whatever you want to call it with, like, the noises he makes. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to replicate it, but just shout out to the EGAD noises. Those are pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Now I have to go, like, listen to them. Yeah, it's just the fact that he, like, keeps it consistent through, like, all the games, too, which is probably just Nintendo reusing whatever sort of assets they have, but either way, it's funny. Right. Ready to talk about Dragon? I think I am ready to talk about Dragon. So, Dragon, this last song, is definitely less tongue-in-cheek. Um, what you kind of have to picture for, the for like, the French Cafe and Longest Journey is... Like a slightly run-down kind of urban setting with a bunch of art students. And the Fringe Cafe is where they all like to meet, plan things, have coffee. At the beginning of the game, they're stressed out because it's like they have to get their final portfolios ready for the semester. Stuff like that. And it's slightly futuristic. And you spend a lot of time there because it's a graphic adventure talking to people. A lot of time. And... What's even neater about it is that there, there's a whole jukebox with four songs that made it into the game, and I think a fifth one that that wasn't used because the kind of this like kind of rundown urban setting meshes in with a fantasy setting. Later, um, all these like in slightly industrial cafe tracks have basically like kind of either magical creatures or like animal names. So this one's dragon, but there's also eagle, shark, and dolphin. So they're like kind of references to things outside the city or like in the fantasy world mm-hmm. and dragon is the most important one to the game um but i just had to bring it on because it's different ambiance different type of cafe and i i enjoy the fact that it's like a really binaural song we were talking about this a little bit because there's kind of a lot of noise and we were talking about that with chagall but that was kind of like nice orderly cafe noises this is more like various industrial noises uh-huh. um if you listen to the song with headphones, there's directionality to it, um, which is kind of cool. And, you know, you've got, like, some kind of creepy grumbling noises with female vocals. And it does kind of make me think of, like, the awkwardness of, like, kind of fitting some of those fantastical creatures into a modern setting. And how how this game kind of is trying to weave those two opposites together throughout the story. Because it is, like... It's interesting. It is kind of set up as a dichotomy at first. Um, but yeah, I also just really, really like urban fantasy in general. So that's another reason to bring this this song on. 
Another reason I think it makes good cafe music is because it does have like a, a really pretty melody in there somewhere, sometimes, but you catch snatches of it, which is, I think actually works in a cafe sort of setting because you're not listening consistently. You might be talking, you might be eating, your attention uh, kind of just drifts in and out. So yeah. I don't know. I like it. So I, I had the good fortune to go through and hear several of these cafe songs. Even though I was leaning towards Dolphin, I think Dragon was right the right choice because it's just, well, for all the reasons you said, but um, but they're all just magical in their own like strange ways. Um, I think Dragon should be very foreboding with the way it starts. And that voice, I guess it's a voice. It's like, it, but it's like, it's so deep. Like you can almost hardly tell if it's a voice or just like the sound of the void. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it it's still like it can conveys the sense of space that's it's dark and like almost gothic in sound maybe not like in the game um, but it's not unwelcoming you know like that's if you describe something like that usually you would think it's like it's like scary or whatever but it's not um, it should be but yeah I, yeah I agree with you but like the the slow beat of the melody and the you know quote unquote voice like it would never fly in like a Starbucks or any like bright happy cafe <laughs> um, but it would work in a cool like local spot that's just like kind of dark or you know one of those places yeah, that maybe yeah. a lot of people don't go to or avoid but it really has like the best drinks and but no one knows mm-hmm. them um, so that that's what this is to me like hole in the wall kind of vibe. exactly like that is the sound of that pl- this right here is the sound of that kind of place and you're looking at my notes aren't you yes okay so I'm I'm apologizing in advance to Hillary for having to bring this up and also to our listeners who like probably don't know about this and it really doesn't help anyone at all but there was a place there was a place in Denver called Leela. Um, it was a bar slash cafe. Mm-hmm. They were open 24 hours a day and they had this vibe. I never heard this song there, but it was just <laughs> it was just dark and like I don't know how old they were. It just feels oh, like they it, were old. They just feel like it had been there forever. <laughs> and ancient coffee bar. Yeah. And like yeah, but like <laughs> we only went at night, but like you could go whenever it, you want. It is the type of spot where you would coffee. go at night. Yeah. And it was in the middle of the city, so it had a little bit more of that like industrial vibe. Yeah, and so it, it just had been there so long, and it just carved out like this niche for itself. And they also um, had the best chai ever. No, you're right. I am sad. I know they're so good. They I mean, closed. They closed. Yeah, we found out last year they closed. Oh. Um, so like, okay. So on one hand, yes, I'm sorry to Hillary. <laughs> I'm sorry to everyone who's listening who isn't even anywhere near Colorado because that's probably way too specific. I'm sorry to all the people who missed out on that chai. Yes. However, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back here a little bit that. Even though this specific example of Leela, which, by the way, I put a link in the show notes just so you can see the place I'm talking about. Um, I know that feels really specific, but I also bet that anyone else here and a lot of people listening, you might still know of a place like it. Even if you don't know Leela itself, like you probably know a place that has this kind of vibe, that yeah. hole in the wall or... Yeah. Like, take a look. Like, there's a barber chair in, in the corner, <laughs> like... And, and the main feature really is the bar. Like, that is where you order your drink regardless, whether you're getting food, an alcoholic drink, or coffee. Yeah. So, like, yeah, even if you don't know this place, I think... You can I, picture it. I wanted to bring it up because <laughs> that kind of vibe and stuff, I don't... I can't think of a place that's, like, well-known or a chain or anything like that because, like, you're not going to get that from a, a popular place. It's anti-chain it's, coffee music. Yeah, you're only going to... Yeah, <laughs> anti-chain. You're only going to get it from a very local place. So, like... 
you know, you may not know my example, but I bet you have one too that I won't know, but I would like to know. And interestingly, a little side note on these cafe songs, they brought in a second composer specifically for this like industrial cafe music. Oh. Yeah, as opposed know. to the rest of the soundtrack. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. So it has its own feel, exactly. even within the soundtrack. And I like so much care went into it. Like each each cafe song is like at least five minutes long, and you can just dynamically switch between them and the jukebox. It's it's really cool. Um, Aud- not to put anyone on the spot, but since we're talking about like Audra and Mario, like do you guys know any places like that, like where you live or any other places you've been? I had one. In a town nearby, and it closed down. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Okay, but you get the idea. But I get the idea. Yep. Yeah, I'm thinking of a place. Um, I do know one actually. Um, it is actually like a bar that serves coffee and stuff like that. So it really might be exactly the sort of vibe of like, this <laughs> song. But um, yeah, no, it's like the you have to like it looks like a barber shop in the front, but then you have to like go through this door, and it's like a whole like setup in the back. Yes, um, perfect. So it's very much a yeah. I love um, that. So yeah, no, I think this is exact. It might actually just be from this game, but transported <laughs> to real life. <laughs> what, where, where is it? Um, it's in, let me think. Um, I think the neighborhood. Um, oh, God, I'm um, blanking on it right now. That's okay. If you, if you want, if when we're done here, if you want to give me the link, we can put it in the show notes for people <laughs> to see it. Oh, Which, my God. Let's, let's open this to listeners, too. Which coffee shop did this song make you think of? <laughs> Send us your your dark coffee shop. Yes. <laughs> hey, I'm fine I with think, it. I believe it was called Loco Joe's mine. Oh, nice. Let me see. I'm trying to look it up right now. It's okay. I very much put you on the spot with that one. <laughs> no, it's all good. No worries. Uh, I'll let you know if I find it. Okay. All right. Sounds good. I'm really curious to to ask both Mario and Audra, like, did this work for you as a cafe music, a cafe track, just not knowing the game at all? I think so. I Yeah. It fits especially for kind of that hole in the wall okay. type of feel. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. I think I pictured pretty much like a hole in the wall kind of, um, I think I, like the first like couple of seconds, I was like, whoa. But then I like, <laughs> I mean, as the song progressed, yeah. it said, I was like, okay, I can kind of see the vibe this is going for. That's fair. It was really cool and atmospheric. Nice. Yeah. It has a good build up. That it does. Yeah. All right. Well, that is mostly of our episode now. I, uh, I had a lot of fun. I'm very glad you brought that one, Hillary. Like, I'm glad everyone brought everything they did, but uh, you and Mario, like our last two songs was not at all the vibe I was expecting. Those are some great choices. <laughs> Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, it's a good variety. Yeah, I like when we can have such a variety on a topic that like even if you think you know where it's gonna go, it it has some really interesting twists. So I appreciate it. Um all right. So eventually in a few minutes here we will get to a a bonus track here. But first I guess I should talk about what is coming next on the show. And I can't tell you what's coming next specifically in order, but I can tell you a few things that we have lined up. We just don't have dates nailed down exactly. So we're we're trying for one of the next episodes to be a uh, video game music wedding slash life events episode. So basically, you know, we know people that played video game music at their weddings or other important events in their life. And we want to like have some people talk about what they played, why and where. So that'll be that'll be coming up soon, somewhere in May, I think. Um, a little bit after that, we're doing a song that a song, an episode that's tentatively titled "Music from the Future." I, I'm thinking we'll have a better title for that, but right now it's basically futuristic, maybe sci-fi songs in RPGs. So that that's a couple of our upcoming episodes, and I'm I'm still not revealing what the big like anniversary special one is in June, but um, 
in the next few weeks, we'll, we'll be talking about it, I think. But I'm looking forward to that one. So, yeah, that's what we have coming up. Um, if you have thoughts on this, whether you want to you know, give us your thoughts on these songs, if you have topic ideas, or if you want to tell us about your you know, local, like, dank coffee shop, uh, you know, you can email us at music at rpgfan.com. You know, let us know. Let us know your odd little out-of-the-way spots. Um, remember, if... Uh, you know, we have a full track list up of all the songs here on RPG Fan and in your podcast notes. Um, we have a track list, and then on RPG Fan, there'll also be a link to places you can, you know, buy these soundtracks. Um, if we have reviews, we link to those and any other like related links to each album. So, if I gave you the email for the show, if you want to contact me at all outside of the show, you can reach me at mike at rpgfan.com. Um, What's the best way for people to reach you, Audra? Audra B at RPGFan.com. All right. Um, how about you, Mario? you have anything, uh, contact you want to share? Uh, sure, yeah. Um, also, one, it's um, Highland Highland Park was the area where the bar was at that I was thinking of, actually. Oh. Before I forget. Okay. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, second. Okay, so in terms of uh, where to find me, so I'm doing socials for RPG Fan. So the Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram work pretty well. And for my own Twitter, um, it's EXPTuny. And yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. And Hillary. Um, I would say Discord is probably just the most efficient way to reach me. And I'm EP Fire there. Um, if you enjoyed this show, actually, whether or not you did, but, you know, regardless, <laughs> uh, RPG Fan also has two other podcasts that I would encourage you to check out. We have Random Encounter every other Monday. We talk about uh, general RPG news, uh, recent reviews and features on RPG Fan, and whatever else current stuff comes up. Uh, every Thursday is our Retro Encounter, uh, except right now. Uh, at the moment, Retro Encounter is taking a break because Mike Solosi is a very, very hardworking man. So there won't be a new episode this week. However, there are well over 300 episodes to listen to. So Unless you've heard all of them, I would encourage you to check the show out. And uh, we also would appreciate if you can subscribe or review, you know, any of our shows on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever it is you listen. So we would thank you for that. And even if you have listened to every episode of Retro, I mean, that's almost a year's worth of episodes. There's some you probably haven't listened to recently. Can you imagine <laughs> listening to an episode of Retro Encounter every single day? You could. You almost you could. could. You could. That's a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. A lot of good podcasts. Yay. But that's a packed year of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> so, but hey, I'm not going to stop anyone from that. All right. So that's our episode. Um, traditionally, uh, what we used to do, it's I think it's been a while. It's been a while since we had a new, new person on Rhythm. But usually early on, what the rule was that the guest, the newest person on Rhythm Encounter would be the one who gets the bonus track. And luckily we have that today. Since this is your first you know, full episode, Mario, you get the choice of the bonus track. So what are we closing out with today? Yeah, so I brought Crumbs Cafe from Professor Layden and the Curious Village, which is the first Professor Layden game, actually. So yeah, I think this track is a great note to end on because it just adds that sort of like um, mystery town feel basically that like the game's going for and i just think professor layden earns a spot (laughs) in this episode too i feel like when i think video game cafe music i think professor layden so yeah yeah we wouldn't want to leave him out yeah no that's a great choice i would not have expected that um I i was looking at our song database before this and the last time anything from layden showed up was in episode 12 which was many many years ago 
So I think it's about time we had more. So yeah, great choice. Thank you. Cool. Awesome. For sure. All right. So let's close out with some Leighton and uh, thank you everyone for listening and thank all of you for being here. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. We'll see you next time. end on that note i can end on that note i'm hosting <laughs> okay that i was going nowhere it's like this isn't going anywhere funny so i'm gonna just change gears here oh my goodness proving that i can be funny